you're listening to Podiatry Marketing, conversations on building a successful podiatry practice with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. So welcome back to Podiatry Marketing. My name's Tyson Franklin and my co-host is Jim McDonald all the way over in Canada. How are you doing today, Jim? Tyson, doing well, doing well. I'm excited to uh, to jump into this topic today because it's it's kind of related to our, the origin story of this podcast in a way. Oh, it's true, yes. Okay, so well, let's divulge what we're talking about. <laughs> So today we're going to jump into uh, the benefits of podcast guesting. This is not starting your own podcast. This is not buying a microphone. This is uh, jumping onto other people's shows uh, to provide value. Uh, how to do it? You know, what are some different ways to approach uh, guesting on other people's podcasts? I, I love being a guest on other people's podcasts. It's I set a goal. I think it was two years ago that I was going to be on a hundred podcasts in that year. That's what I said. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a guest on a hundred shows, and I ended up doing about seventy that year, so I didn't didn't hit the target. However, I realised about halfway through the year that I really started to ease off because I didn't feel I was giving enough promotion to each of the shows that I was on. So I so I, I really cut it back to then going okay. I don't want to be on as many because I want to know that yeah, if you invited me to be on your show like this one this one that I gave it the promotion that it deserved. So, uh, yeah, but guest podcasting, I tell you, it is a great way of getting your name out there. <laughs> well, that's actually the way we met because I, uh, I came on to Podiatry Legends podcast and uh, that kind of spurred uh, the genesis of podiatry marketing working together. But I think, that's, uh, I think that's, that's a great point there. I think that's one of the, obviously we're both podiatrists. So the first kind of area that we're going to jump into is that yeah, you know, being on other podiatry uh, podcasts is an opportunity to, you know, display your expertise in front of your colleagues um, and just kind of like get to know and network. I think we met during, you know, kind of pandemic times and everything is locked up and uh, it gave us an opportunity to kind of like share interest with a, a fellow yeah. colleague. But, you know, jumping onto podiatry podcasts is, is, is one way of, uh, you know, it's kind of that first niche of either networking or, you know, kind of setting yourself as an expert, maybe in some subspecialty or niche um, in that way. But like you said as well, you know, there's other benefits or there's other things that need to come along with the podcast. Part of it is, you know, being a good kind of promotional partner. If you are on a show, you don't just want to just show up, record it and then disappear. That doesn't really uh, doesn't really help the person that is doing the show. Um but if you if you're you know, helpful, a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're a helpful helpful distributor, it builds a stronger relationship. You're also helping that person get their name out. Obviously, uh, with our podcast, it's you and me distributing it together. We don't really have guests on the show, but um, that is one way um, of doing it. And then also, there's a benefit that if you are on a podcast, a podiatry podcast, another one, uh, most likely you know you can link to it. But also. also Every podcast you get on, most likely they'll link to your podiatry clinic website, and it's a way to uh, kind of help grow the visibility or the online visibility of your practice in a way. So, yeah, there's lots of positivity that that can be given by you know appearing on medical or other podiatry podcasts. Well, it also it builds social proof. So, to give you a perfect example, I, I had somebody on my podcast on the Podiatry Legends podcast. They came on. And yeah, I invited them on the show and it was a really good episode and it was about running and because they, they were right into running. So we were talking about running and, and why they wanted to have a running clinic. So really enjoyed the podcast. It was fun to do. So I produced it, went out there 
Anyway, he call, calls me a while later. He says, oh, you won't believe this, that I somebody from Foot Locker phoned up and said that they were listening to the podcast, listened to that particular episode and chose me over other podiatrists in the area because I was on the Podiatry Legends podcast. Now, what was funny is later on, that person that contacted him from Foot Locker was ended up doing podiatry themselves. And they have also been on my podcast. While they're, they're still a student, Josh, a shout out to Josh. It's amazing. The more times you're on podcasts, it is just social proof. When people are doing a Google search and they go, oh, I'm looking for a podiatrist in Cairns, for example. If I was still practicing in my clinic now and they said podiatrist in Cairns, my name pops up absolutely everywhere. I still get phone calls for people wanting to make appointments. <laughs> just out of the blue because they still see my name around the place. No, 100%. I think that's a great kind of segue into the next area that I think is really important to, to, to brush up on is that it's not just being on podiatry podcasts, but making yourself locally relevant by being on local podcasts is yeah. another way to go about gaining visibility. Like you said, if you're on with a local business podcast or the local chamber of commerce has a podcast, or maybe it's a local business association or a chiropractor's podcast, anybody in your local area, um, if some people are listening to that show, once they have you on that show, it, it does lend a significant amount of credibility to who you are and what you're doing. Uh, and it separates you from anyone else because they're almost like to be on somebody's show, like it's, it's, it's kind of like extending some of their own social like proof or social kind of like currency in a way and giving it to you in a way. So it's um, it's you just don't let any Yahoo onto your show or onto your podcast because it is kind of this um, association that happens. So I think that is a, you know, by being locally relevant and being by being on local podcasts, um, yeah, that can be a huge benefit. Well, going going back a step too, I think if you want to be a, a, a guest on other people's podcasts is, like you said, also be part of the promotion process. I've had a lot of people on the Podiatry Legends podcast and some have been great. They've come on, yeah, I've shared the podcast. They've shared the podcast. And, and I can tell by the download numbers how much they've actually shared and effort that they've put in. And you get other people that turn up, do the podcast, and uh, that is, you, not, you rarely even get a thank you for letting me, yeah, for having me on the show. And, and you can tell by the download numbers it just doesn't, doesn't do as well as what it potentially could. But then that, and some of them will reach and say, hey, I want to come on again. Ah, yeah, right. No. Because you didn't promote it in any way the first time. So I think if you're going to be a good podcast guest, is get on there and think, okay, how can I help you make this show even better? And and put a little bit of, bit of effort into it. And that, because then a reputation get, gets around amongst people that, oh, you are a good guest. And I've had people on my podcast that, yeah, I know a lot of other podcasters that I've then sent the messages and gone, hey, you should get this person on your podcast. And even though they're podiatrists and their other shows have got nothing to do with podiatry, just the information that they share is is quite interesting. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think uh, word travels fast about who's a good guest and who's going to help promote. And yeah, like if you have a great experience with someone on the show, you're definitely much more likely to refer them to other people um, or people in your network that might have shows. You know, there's it's not that many people do podcasts. I mean, it's it's growing, and there's it just feels like there's a lot out there. But yeah. even in podiatry, maybe there's maybe 10, 15 that people do it consistently. 
that have yeah consistent output. So there's a lot of we've there's talked only about two really past. good shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's only two people should listen to. We're a little bit we're a little bit biased, but oh, we, oh, we also talk about that like what five or five or ten episode cliff that happens a lot. Even a lot of stuff that's in iTunes or in Spotify, they maybe have two to three episodes and then it falls off. Yeah, it's called yeah, yeah, pod it. fading. It's um, it's quite fa- because people think oh, podcasting is really easy. You just press record and, and it's done. There's more to it than that. There's a lot of thinking that needs to go in beforehand. And they usually the people that don't put the thought in beforehand, are the ones that fall off the perch pretty quickly, is because they get seven or eight episodes in, they go, bloody hell, I've got nothing else to say. And and I'd, in fact, I can't even find a guest. No one wants to come on my show. <laughs> yeah, but that's a, that's a whole different story. But as a guest, one tip I would give people, if you're going to be a podcast guest and you want to come across professionally, like I will usually say to my guests, Make sure you're in a quiet room. Make sure you have a decent microphone. Even just like headphones are fine. Yeah, Apple headphones are fine. Because I always look and say, I am going to sound good regardless. It's up to you to put some effort in to make sure that you sound good. If you sound like crap on the other end and really tinny or you're too far away or the room's echoey, yeah, like they're talking like this and it's muffled and you can't, under- can't understand a thing I'm saying, that reflects on you, not on me. So I think if you want to be a good podcast guest is just ask the host, do you have any tips that you would, um, you, you would suggest? And they will normally take you through what they, what they particularly like. No, that's, that's good advice. That definitely is uh, helpful. I think also having reasonable, like you said, it doesn't have to be amazing equipment, quiet room. No. If, you're do, if you're doing a video podcast, making sure that you have your laptop in a way that's not like, looking up your nose like that the camera is that kind of eye level is hugely important yeah uh, people not you know not put their their back to like a, a bright light or a, or a window making sure your face has good <laughs> you look, light you look like you're in witness it. protection uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly and we had those voices one of those like masked voices oh, one, of those, rah, one, of those black, one of those black things um, across your eyes like this so that you, you can't actually <laughs> see them there you go <laughs> yeah exactly um but, but I'm curious, so that, that year you were going to do 70 podcasts or 100 podcasts, what was your technique to, to get on those shows or to find those shows? I'm curious. Oh, yeah, there's a real skill to it. One, you need to listen to the podcast that you want to be on. I used to get a lot of people, when I had my, my older podcast, It's No Secret with Dr. T, and I used to get people reaching out to me all the time about, oh, I want to come on your show. I, I love your podcast. And I'm going... Well, it doesn't tell me anything. Other people would write to me and go, oh, or they'd say, hi, no name. I really enjoy your podcast. I, I would like to be a guest. This is what I talk about. And and a few of them, I knew I knew who these people were. And a lot of times, this has happened with the Podiatry Legends podcast, where a podiatrist wants to be on my show, but instead of them reaching out to me themselves, they get their assistant to reach out to me. Straight away, uh-uh, I ain't going to happen. If you want to be on... <laughs> the Podiatry Legends podcast, then reach out yourself. Don't get your assistant to do it because they do it badly. And so some of them will say, hi, sometimes says Tyson, really love your show. I want to be on your podcast. Or they'll say, oh, Dr. Such and Such really wants to be on your podcast. This is what he will talk about. Whereas what you're better to do is go, hi, whoever the, the host is, listen to some of their shows. Listen to some of the most recent shows and say, I was just listening to episode such and such. I really loved the way that you and the guests spoke about this. This was my biggest takeaway 
from that particular podcast. I think that I could add value. It's not about coming on the show and promoting yourself. It's about coming on the show. What can you share with other people that is going to be beneficial? It's the listener that's important, not the guest and not the host. And that's the best way to get on somebody else's podcast is what are you going to add to make the, make it interesting for the listener? No, that's a, that's a great point. I was trying to actually, while you were talking there, I was trying to search my email to see if I could find exactly how I had emailed you or reached out to you. But I think it might have come through like an online form. You said, hi, such and such. I really love your show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's different though, but like sometimes like well, I've, a- I've approached a lot of people to come on my podcast. And I'll reach out and say, hey, I would really love you to come on my podcast. I love that, you know, I noticed you do this, this, and this. I would love to share that on the show. That is completely different when someone approaches you. But if you're approaching somebody else, you've got to go in with a little bit of, there's got to be some thought in it. It's not about you coming on their show to tell them how awesome you are. It's you going on their show and telling them, I have some value that I think your listeners are really, really going to enjoy. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. I wish uh, I wish I could have pulled up that 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 form I filled out. I don't know if I filled out a form if you reach out to me, but I one point I do have, and I did find this is that um, once you go on somebody's show, not only is the promotion aspect a great idea, but one way to set yourself apart from people is to send us a simple thank you email after yeah. you're on a show. Um, I, I I sent you one. You <laughs> and, did. Uh, I think it was maybe even like uh, yeah, even it was maybe like a month afterwards. I said like hi Tyson. It's a little belated, but I wanted to thank you again for having me on the Podiatry Legends podcast. You know, I've gotten some very kind emails and met some folks who enjoyed our conversation. If I can be of any help or if I can have any ideas, we could collaborate in the future. Don't hesitate to reach out. All the best, Jim. Did and, I reply? Uh, here we are today. So did I reply? I must have replied. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah, you replied. So, uh, so yeah, it was. You replied like, yeah, let's let's meet up and talk. So yeah. yeah so what's What's interesting, what I find too is when you're a guest on somebody's show, there there is now historical evidence that you people that you two have connected in some way. And I found nearly every person I've had on my podcast on Podiatry Legends, on It's No Secret with Dr. T, I'm now friends with these people. But yeah, most of the people I've had on the podcast I have stayed in contact with in some way. And yeah, even this year. Yeah, I was in Wisconsin and I caught up with somebody over there who was on my old podcast that I'd never met before and I purely went there as part of my trip to the States to catch up with them. Uh, I caught up with two podiatrists, uh, Remy and Patrick in Chicago, who have been on my podcast. It is when, when you're a guest on somebody else's show, you will create this little bit of connection. And if you're a really good guest, they'll invite you back. I've had multiple yeah. repeat offenders on uh, on both the podcasts that I've had. You've been a repeat offender. <laughs> yeah, we've been on a couple together. So uh, yeah, hopefully make, I'll make that three or four time club in the next next year or so. We'll see. We'll see if I'm uh, up to snuff. <laughs> yeah, well, Jonathan Smollett's been on the other show. I was almost about changing the name of the show because he'd been on that often. But but that's what happens. Jonathan show. <laughs> but that, but that is what happens when you become a good guess that you've got something worthwhile to share, then the host will want you back because they'll go, wow, that was so good. I'd love to get you back on to talk about this. And you'll go, yeah. And like I said before, the more shows you're on, it's just, it, it's, it improves your social footprint 
and they don't have to be podiatry related all the time. For sure, for sure. Like I'll be in on some weird ones. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I've been on some. I've been on some podcasts that um, I've been on a lot of business and marketing ones. But I, yeah, I've been kids in the tank was one of my. It was a group of kids in a high school in Wisconsin. That's how I ended up going there for a trip. And they do a, a podcast where they interview different business people. And yeah, and I sort of got on there. I've, yeah, it's, it's fun. It is really, really fun. And you've just got to put yourself out there. Other benefits that people don't realize, the more podcasts you're on, the better you get at speaking. You just nod. You can't just nod, Jim. Nodding, Jim, is on a podcast does not work <laughs> well, very we're well. On video. You are nodding. We're on video, right? I oh, guess yeah. I got to talk. Um, but yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I think uh, leading in, you know, before my kind of switch of careers into marketing, I never saw myself wanting to be initially on stage or too public about things. Even when it came to you know talking about surgical techniques or sports medicine, I loved those things, but I never really felt like I was that person that wanted to be on stage, and I didn't really. For a while, I didn't know how to get to a point where I felt comfortable in front of the camera or yeah. comfortable on a microphone. And I think, like you said, podcast guesting gives you an opportunity to really speak what you care, you know, talk what you care about, you know, have conversations about topics that are interesting to other people. But it helps you kind of, when you say it out loud or if you write it, it's a creative process. It's one thing to have all these thoughts jumbled around in your head. Um, I'm still working on it, but it's a matter of, you know, putting word after word, um, kind of distilling that value um, into kind of like snackable content or, you know, ways to express ideas or explain concepts to people that really resonate in ways. And mm. until you write that down, say it in a podcast, get in front of other people and share it, um, it'll just be trapped up in your head. So I think, you know, when having these conversations with you about marketing, talking with my clients, doing webinars, anything that puts you in front of the microphone or on camera, are you going to be Brad Pitt or a you know local newscaster level right away to be you know that good or that bad? Absolutely not. But by getting out there, sharing valuable information, making connections, networking with your colleagues, um, there's no better way um, to really kind of ingratiate yourself to your colleagues, to get to know them or people in your local area. Then you know having a you know podcast guesting is a great bridge. Um, and something to add to your resume uh, to get more comfortable uh, in front of the microphone or camera. Well, it's per that's exactly a perfect thing you said then about yeah. A lot of podiatrists want to constantly beef up their resume. Yeah, it's all about yeah street cred. And even if you had your resume that yeah you've worked here for so long and you've done this and you've done that and you've got this degree and you've done this masters and whatever it is, having a list of podcasts that you've actually been on that people have heard of really adds to the credibility as you as a as a presenter, uh, a speaker, a guest in in other places. So as I said, like I was invited to be on the Wound Doctors podcast. Now, anyone that knows me <laughs> knows that if you put a wound in front of me, I'm going to gag. I don't like it. So they invited me to come on the Wound Doctors podcast because they knew how much I did not like wounds and they thought it would be a funny episode, which it was. And But it started because I knew that they had a podcast called The Wound Doctors and this person specialised in wounds and went, well, that'd be an interesting topic to talk about considering I don't like them. And, but then they reciprocated. Like I said, when, when you're on one podcast as a guest, other people are listening to that as well. And this is the importance of making sure your microphone's nice, sound in the room is good. 
you try to, and the other, oh, so the more people hear you and, and it sounds good, they'll go, I would love to have you on my show as well. So you'll find one show tends to lead on to another show and it just it improves from there. I think that's a great point. <laughs> well, can I tell you something? So, something else that I think is really important is when you're on a podcast and you listen back to yourself the first couple of times, you are going to hate yourself. You're going to listen to it and go, I am so embarrassed. I sound like a knob. I sound yeah. terrible. Everybody else sounds good, but I sound awful. No, you just sound like you. That's how you normally sound. Another thing you'll end up doing, though, is you'll start picking up on words that you repeat on a regular basis. And I... For a while there, every time I was listening back to a podcast, I'd write down the words that I repeat all the time and I'd put on post-it notes and I'd stick it up on the wall in front of me. So as I was talking, I kept looking and saying, don't go, ah, because I used to ah a lot. So that, And that's what I mean where it helps you with your presentation, timing, slowing down, knowing when to speed up. And I still stuff it up all the time though, constantly. I, I'm I'm the king of like. Yeah, I know. I need to get better with the likes. <laughs> I'm a good editor too. Um, I cut out some of your likes. I remember. <laughs> I'll try to cut them out. But yeah, if you could cut them out for me and post, that'd be great. I will say that uh, kind of like you talked about your 70 to 100 podcasts, a quick way for people to look and see, you know, maybe podcasts they want to be on, whether it be local or podiatry centric is go to Spotify, go to iTunes and search keywords, podiatry, maybe you're in Chicago, Chicago, like healthcare, look up podcasts, listen to some of these podcasts, and maybe you would be a good fit for some of these. That's one way to do a little bit of research um, on your own. There are also are kind of these podcast guesting um, services as well. They tend to be pretty expensive. Yeah, I probably wouldn't recommend it for I most don't. people. I don't recommend um, them. It's kind of an exp more expensive service, but uh, yeah. But there's different ways to kind of try to find uh, opportunities to be on podcasts if that's something that you uh, have a desire to. But that's kind of that's going to buy a podcast guesting 101 uh, topic for the day. Yeah, but one last thing is there's also a, there's a big movement at the moment of paying to be on podcasts. Now, a lot of people used to go, oh, that's evil. You shouldn't have to pay to be on a podcast. But that is something that is happening more often. Do you want to be on the Joe Rogan podcast? <laughs> you, you, sometimes you've got to pay to go on those things. I know some big podcasts out there where every guest that's on there is a paid guest. And they pay thousands and thousands of dollars to actually be on there. And most people in the podcast industry know that people have paid to be on there. But for that particular person, it's so beneficial to them to be on that show, they just pay the money. It's no, it's no different to a sponsor sponsoring a podcast. A sponsor sure. will, be on, will pay money to be on a podcast because they want people to know about their company. Well, if someone's got a story, something that's interesting that is going to benefit them in some way, then there's nothing saying that they can't say, hey, could I pay to be on the podcast? If you know this podcast that you know you'd love to be on and you've got something it could be, you've, you've written a book that you want to promote, then you know, sometimes maybe you could offer them, hey, I don't mind paying. Most of the times they'll say no. They might go, no, you don't have to pay. I'll, I'll have you on anyway. Yeah, I've never had anyone pay to be on mine. So <laughs> just, to, just to point <laughs> that out. Not saying I wouldn't take money if someone offered it to me, but I've never had anyone pay to be on my podcast. So you got anything else to cover, Jim? No, I think we've kind of gone through the uh, the basics of podcast guesting. Obviously, you and I have both pod been been podcast guests in the past. So if anyone has questions, feel free to, re free to reach out to us. <laughs> We're legends in <laughs> podcasting land. Uh, I always say legend of my own lunchtime. So, Jim, thank For you sure. very much. Uh, this is Whenever we talk about podcasting, it is one of my favorite topics. So uh, I'll talk to you again next week. 
Sounds good, Tyson. Okay, bye. Bye now. Thanks for listening to Podiatry Marketing with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. Subscribe and learn more at Podiatry Marketing. That's the website address, podiatry.marketing.